Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. All right, let me, let me talk about talk. Here we go. Uh. Ah, he said he living life as a gringo. Where you question, where you fit, and every time you mingle, they say you do this with none of that. My rapping is really bad. <laughs> this life as a gringo. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo. I am Drombos, of course. It is our Thursday Trends episode and my guest this week helped me break it all down. She is a licensed therapist, coach, entrepreneur, and bruja, Josie Rosario. How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. I appreciate that. I mean, listen, you're doing some incredible, incredible work. And I want to dive into a couple of specific things from you that I found really interesting. Uh, before that, though, I want to break down some of these trends. Of course, it's our Thursday Trends episode. So I'll, today I want to get into some things. I want to kind of use your your mental health hat, if you will, or your mental health lens uh, to break this stuff down. Yeah, let's do it. We'll get into, man, voter suppression and, and Biden uh, finally standing up. We'll talk about that terrible fire that happened in an apartment building in the Bronx last weekend. We'll do some good news in our Mi Gente segment where we see some representation. And of course, as always, I'll have y'all participate in one of the, the topics that we're talking about today for our Ask a Gringo segment. But first, man, let's dive into some of the madness from this last week in a segment we call for the people in the back. Say a lot for the people in the back. Let's kind of start in the world of, of politics, because it seems like there may be a lot of mental health issues going on in the world uh, and the people who uh, are existing in those spaces. You have this idea of voter suppression uh, happening from the Republicans trying to keep people from voting, especially in, in battleground states like Georgia. 
uh, and Biden has finally come out and, and gone hard about it, publicly fighting against it. Um, and it, and it kind of just it all kind of stems to like this inherent need for power. Right. I feel like if you really broke down what's happening, what we're seeing it, it, it is people really desperately valuing power over humanity um, and valuing, you know, power over this country as a whole. And it's obvious that we're incredibly divided during these times. And I, I talk to my father about this all the time because he's one of these people who gets incredibly frustrated and just writes off anybody who is essentially agreeing with what we're seeing with things like these, this voter suppression. But I know you speak of empathy a lot in your content. And I think that it's important for people to sort of recognize that while we may disagree with these people, while they, they you know, obviously have some really toxic ideas, a lot of their belief systems and their sort of ability to be swayed by, you know, certain media outlets definitely comes from from a certain place. So I'm curious for you. I mean, how do we kind of mend this? Because we, I don't think as a country we can keep going down this path where we're all just screaming at each other. So how do we have these kind of conversations with people who have, you know, these these belief systems that seem so incredibly different and just divisive? Yeah, that's a great question. I think. Um... You know, I, I think we've been having these conversations for a couple of years now, sure. right? When folks have been um, just a lot more um, open to, or, or not even open, but um, folks have been awakened to what other people are really thinking and, mm. you know, how, you know, what people really believe. Right. And I think that a, a couple of things kind of need to happen. I think that when we are going to engage in a conversation with folks who, might have, um, you know, opinions that are different than ours. I think that it's really important to be aware of like our own resources and our own capacity. It can mm. be very easy to, um, you know, get caught up, right? right, you right. Get caught up in, in arguments, you know, think about the holidays mm -hmm. or, um, you know, think about the, uh, you know, when, when Trump was still in office, I mean, right. friendships, relationship ended sure. over, um, you know, who folks voted for. And so um, I think it's, think it's really important, um, you know, to just make sure that you are aware of your own resources mm -hmm. um, and that if you're making the decision to um, interact with someone who might have different um, beliefs or opinions than you, that, that you're prepared. Mm. You know, you don't have to do anything. Sure. Right. That, that is a form of self-care. Right. Mm -hmm. Making, you know, walking away from a conversation or just saying, you know, I don't have it today. Right. Um, right. When, it, you know, if you do have it right, yeah. and you do want to have those conversations with folks, um, you know, you have to be be honest and, and know that you can't change people. Mm. Right. People are going to believe what they want to believe right. um, and they are entitled to that. Sure. Right. Come if you really are coming from a place where you want to understand, yeah. you really truly want to understand. That means that you have to be willing to listen. Mm. That means that your views and maybe a little bit of your ego kind of needs to be placed on a shelf for a little sure, bit. Sure. Um, so that you can really open um and really, you know, learn and really understand. I, I think that um if there's anything, I mean, there have been a lot of things that that um this political divide has taught us. Yeah. Is that, you know, we we have really differing beliefs and a lot of like we don't know our neighbors. Right. We don't. Right. right. Um, and so I think that coming from a really awake and aware place of I actually do want to know my neighbor. I don't want to know my neighbor mm -hmm. um, can can really be helpful in in having the conversation if you actually want to have the conversation. Right. Right. No, I think that's that's definitely a, a really great point. And I, I think, um, you know, speaking to what you kind of said about being able to choose to have the conversation or not. I think, unfortunately, also when it comes to technology, there's a lot of choices that we're not able to make because we have so much stuff in our face these days. Right. Um, and even, you know, when we talk about just like 
I look at last week that that fire that happened in the Bronx, right? I know you're from New York. I mean, those kind of things just hit harder, you know, uh, where 17 people died, eight of which were children. And this is like just truly devastating. And you can't help but but have some of that just kind of, you know, carry on with your day when you read about it. You know, I mean, it carries on to your body almost when you when you hear about stories like this. I mean, how do we kind of exist in this hyper world where we can, you know, hyper connected world, I should say, how do we protect our mental health, but also find the balance of still kind of staying informed, you know, and and not um, being overtaken by it, but also not being ignorant to all that's going on around us? Absolutely. I, I mean, that's such an important question. Um, I think that this is this is the beauty of having options, mm. right? That you know it's, it can be a double edged sword, right? That right. we have so many different news out, outlets and so yeah. many different ways that we can get information, but that also means that we have multiple opportunities to tune it off. Mm. Um, and so I think boundaries here is you know we, we talk about boundaries. We've been talking about boundaries a lot these past sure. couple of years, but when it comes to social media, when it comes to just like news. Um, you have to be really important, uh, really clear rather about mm-hmm. what your boundaries are, or what your parameters are. Mm. Um, and I know that a lot of times, you know, we think about boundaries as like, no, it's a wall. It's like a limit. And yeah. I think of boundaries um, as what conditions need to exist for yes. Mm. You know, what conditions need to exist for me to be able to consume news, right? Sure. Is that just the CNN alert? Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, I am going to, you know, lean on my peer group so that I can hold myself accountable, Mm. right? We can turn these things off. And and because there's this addictive quality to social media in particular, I get that that sometimes we're going to need that support. So, you know, it's, it's also on us, right? Taking personal accountability to get that support. um, So that to your point, we're not oblivious, right? We don't Mm. live in a vacuum, but that we're also, um, you know, being uh, mindful about, again, about those parameters, mm. um, about w- those conditions um, that need to exist for you to actually consume news. No, I love that. Yeah. I mean, boundaries are obviously more than just like a, a, a you know popular keyword these days or buzzword. They're so incredibly important. You begin to realize that as an adult that you don't have to do everything. You don't have to consume everything or have to talk to everybody. You have choices within, you know, th- this life and how you want to live it. Right. All right. So we've we've kind of been touching on some negative stuff thus far. Let's talk about some good that's happening in our Me Hent That segment. But first, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 españolcom There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. On to some good news that's been happening where you had um, Maya Angelou uh, as the first black woman who will ever appear on a quarter and then you also have Native American activist uh, Wilma Mankiller, who's going to follow that. I want to kind of talk about mentally why something like this, why representation like this on such a grand scale is so important for people to see. I mean, even particularly when you talk about this next generation of younger kids coming up, you know, why are things like this so important? You know, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of people who just don't understand why this is such a big deal for people of color. But let, let's kind of talk about mentally why things like this make a difference. Yeah. Um, so, right. Our, our subconscious subconscious needs to see it to believe it. Mm. Right. That's why um, you've probably seen like that Steve Harvey clip around like, uh, you know, uh, sitting in first class. Right. Yeah. That your 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 mind then starts to want to, you know, recreate that experience. And sure. so it's it's very similar in that. You know, if I see someone who looks like me, right, mm-hmm. as, as a, I identify as a Black Dominican American woman, mm-hmm. if I see someone who looks like me with features like mine, mm-hmm. and I see them being represented in this very ubiquitous and very like grand, big way, mm-hmm. then that says something about me. That says something good about me. Mm-hmm. And and why that's really important for for those of us who are marginalized or have marginalized identities is because. We live in a society that is organized around race, mm, right? Sure. And white is in, uh, is superior. Everything else is inferior. And sure. so whether, you know, like, no one has to tell you that for you to know that. Kids right. know that, right? So right. many studies um, kind of um, show this. And so, you know, if we are already born into this society, and this is a global uh, situation, right? Sure. Like this is a global thing. Um, this is not a, just in the U.S. But if we are born um, and getting these um, indirect and direct messages that we are inferior, less than, mm-hmm. and then we see ourselves represented in this way, then it, you know, it it, it does something, you know, um, when it comes to like the neuroscience of it, like mm-hmm. you know, um, our brains can shift, can shift and shape and change, sure. um, and so it changes, right? What we believe our, uh, about ourselves, and not just that, but what um, what we're capable of, sure. you know, and so I, I know that it can be hard to kind of put to words like why representation matters, but right. it says that we're here. Yeah, right. you know, we have been pushed to the margins, mm-hmm. but we are here. We're here to stay. 
what we say matters, um, what we bring to the table matters. You know, yeah. we're not really inferior. Sure. No, I, I love that. I think that's beautifully worded. I love the, the little science thrown in there as well, you know, and I, I think you, you have a way with words and a way of putting things. So I want to get to some of the content that you put out there, specifically two things that I pulled from your Instagram page that I thought were really powerful um, kind of messages and also just ideas that you, you were contemplating on. And the first one was uh, you said what you learned about love in your family has everything to do with how you relate to your friends and partners. And this is something I personally have just begun to unpack. Uh, I went away to a retreat where um, the Hoffman process where they believe everything reverts back to, you know, your childhood, essentially what you saw as a kid. And they talk about just as early as yeah. like 18 months old, you begin to pick up patterns from your parents. Um, yeah. And that your interactions throughout the course of your life are a lot of times dictated by the things that you saw as a kid. So let, let's kind of unpack that a little bit from from your perspective, like for anybody who's not, you know, well versed in that, like, and they don't necessarily have the self-awareness to see this. How, you know, does your your things, you know, the, the way you learn about love at such a young age really impact you as an adult right now? Yeah, it's, it's almost like, you know, you um, come up with a template, mm. right? And so what you see, um, and even before we, uh, you know, there's a field of epigenetics, right? Mm. Where we're, there are... Um, Right. Like we some of us have markers, you know, um, in our DNA, sure. um, especially around trauma. Right. That even before we, we are, you know, on this side, mm -hmm. um, we already kind of, um, you know, have certain experiences um, sure. within us. And so so that's like one piece. Right. Which yeah. is just so important and so fascinating. But, you know, when we are babies and we are young, we are. Um, you know, we're just, when people say that we're sponges, right? When we're kids, like that's, yeah. that's true. Sure. Right. And so what we see is precisely, you know, kind of the template that we end up, you know, we grow up with until, mm -hmm. you know, we, um, individuate and we become adults and, right. you know, self-awareness and our brain fully develops and all of the things. Sure. Um, and so the thing is that a lot of these things happen unconsciously, mm. Right. Um, if you see that the way that your mom, for example, is rewarded, rewarded, mm -hmm. that's, you know, my word, yeah. um, rewarded, you know, with like love and, and affection and maybe even financially, sure. right, is by serving your father, for example, mm -hmm. or tending to, you know, these like very stereotypical roles, sure. then it is not unreasonable for you to think that that is how you get love, mm. right? Mm. Um, and then you you add, right? Because again, we don't live in a vacuum. I'm a, mm. I'm a systemic relational therapist. So I see mm. everything from, from a systemic point of view. Sure. Then you add, you know, your identity, you add your um, experience in school, which is always some of our time. Mm -hmm. You add your experience at work. Right. And these are constantly being reinforced. Then you mm -hmm. think that this is just the way that it is. But it all started at home, mm -hmm. you know. And so that's why it's so important, um, you know, uh, that that we do build the self-awareness of why we do what we do, because mm -hmm. we're not born doing those things. Sure, we pick sure. that up somewhere. Right. And being that we are human beings. We are hardwired for connection. We're mm -hmm. hardwired to be in, in a unit. Right. Our first unit is our family. Yep. So it is not too wild to think that that's where we kind of get our, our templates from. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I think it's, that's beautifully said. And last thing, I want to be respectful of your time. So, I mean, last thing, if it's okay with you, mm -hmm. I want to touch on, um, you, you talked about th this idea of the inner child, right? And I, I love this thing because I feel like I was somebody who neglected my inner child for so long just on this idea of like building success and, and trying to build up my career, right? And, 
And also the way you worded it, though. So you say your inner child might be having a field day on Black Friday and you don't even know it. And that's profound on so many, so many levels aside from just the inner child part. But also, I kind of feel like oftentimes in our community, we find ourselves chasing that really short term gratification, right? And not understanding if those types of things really set us back from building the generational wealth that we see, you know, uh, many of our white counterparts who had the head start, if you will, um, you know, to, to get those assets and things like that. And I feel like, unfortunately, we, we fall victim to trying to keep up with the Joneses because we're just living in this, this mindset of scarcity. You know, so let, let's kind of break that down a little bit about what you mean and unpack what you mean by your inner child, you know, doing the shopping for you on Black Friday and what that actually means. Yeah, it's it's that one when uh, we do not have awareness around mm-hmm. what we do, what we do, kind of going back to the previous question. Yeah. Um, what is really driving our decisions is our inner child, right? right. And, and, you know, it could be our ego, so people talk about it as, as the ego, or just like wounds, right, yeah. that we as adults need to take, need to tend to. Right. And so, sure, to your point, you know, when you grow up with not very much mm-hmm. and you see around you that the way ahead is to keep up is to look a certain way sure again people are just rewarded with attention mm-hmm. with money with fame right um by having these things and you are again or this stuff is just out of your awareness mm-hmm. then you just you just blindly go you know i i like yeah. to talk about this as kind of being in a trance mm. right and i think that most of us are in a trance before something typically happens that yeah. jolts us out of that and we think oh wait why am i doing this right that's not me that's what i saw fulanita or like mommy do you know yeah. um but that's not really that's not me let me really think about what my preferences are sure, sure. you know and so it's really kind of getting out of that trance and awakening um and developing that awareness that really gets us closest to our highest self, right? Like our our true selves. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, being able to bring in the inner child into it when you you talk about that, because you're talking about kind of, which I never really even pieced that together before even reading what you said, but like, you're talking about wanting that attention, right? That love, that adoration, Mm -hmm. like all these things that kids search for, right? And then as adults, we're just finding ways to recreate, trying to get that feeling in our lives. You know, most of us just completely unaware about why we make the decisions that we do. And it's often, like you said, because yeah. we're kind of like, star- we've starved our inner child so much as we've gone into adulthood almost. Yeah, yeah. And, and all our inner child wants is the, the adult version of us to tend to it, mm-hmm. right? That's why it shows up in the shopping. That's why it right. shows up in the relationships, yeah. for sure. Right. The inner child can literally be the person dating your partner sure, um, sure. if you're not aware. Yeah. Um, it's because they have important information to tell you. And right. You just have to be awake and aware and choose to listen. No, absolutely. I love that. Well, listen, Josie, it's been a pleasure getting to, to talk with you. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, where can people check you out? You know, where can they follow you, get more information about all that you're doing? Because you're, you're producing some really amazing content for our community. So I'll make sure people check that out. Thank you. Thank you so much for that feedback. Um, of course. A really big fan of Instagram. So folks can, um, can check me out there at Josie Rosario at NYC. Um, my DMs are always open. So if folks have any questions, mm-hmm. um, always available to be a resource. Amazing. Thank you again. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And I hope uh, to get to have another conversation at some point soon. Likewise. Man, big shout out once again to Josie Rosario for hopping on. Really appreciated the the conversation. I would definitely love to have her on the show again in like maybe a full episode and kind of really deep dive into some of these topics that she talks about. 
because I just find it fascinating to hear her, her point of view and some of the things that she is pointing out. So definitely go follow her on Instagram. She's producing a lot of really great content that I think a lot of people can uh, can get some really great value out of. Now it's time to hear from y'all in our Ask a Gringo segment, of course. Ask a Gringo. All right, so for this week's Ask a Gringo segment, I wanted to kind of harp a bit on the conversation we were talking about um, when it's being far too connected to media, right? And that's social media that is like the media as far as television, news, all that kind of stuff. We live in an era where you really can't escape it or turn it off. It is always around. So how do you kind of find that balance, you know, where... You're staying informed, but you're not allowing it to affect your mental health, not allowing it to affect your mood, especially with all the, the heavy news we seem to consistently be, be seeing. So I want to ask y'all if you feel like you have a healthy relationship with media, why or why not? So I'm going to read some of y'all's responses. And right off the get, I love this, this comment, not exactly the answer to the question, but I just I want I think it's an important fact to bring up uh, at SJR 2022 underscore my guy Sylvester says, too much media has an agenda versus reporting just the facts. And I agree with this. And I think it, it's it's kind of the problem with, you know, the mainstream news media in this country is it's it's far more opinion based and gossip based uh, than it is with just providing us with the facts. And of course, listen, there are television stations they're they're about ratings, you know, just like any other TV show or TV station you might be watching. So they have to find ways to keep us locked in and watching. And, and that's kind of a, a part of it. Unfortunately, you know, many people are going there for for the news and you're not getting just the facts. You're kind of getting the facts through the perspective of somebody else and, and their agenda. Let's see. At of underscore sixth underscore moon says, no, I compare myself to others. I don't feel like I'm doing enough. And this is actually a sentiment that was shared by a few people. Um, Just kind of quickly looking at it, like Rebecca underscore DLM says no, because most of the time it lowers my self-esteem as how I should look as a woman. And I think, you know, in different ways, you're, you're saying, you know, very similar things. And that is part of the problem with social media is it allows us to very easily play this sort of comparison game. And, and it's, you know, it's a very skewed game because the people that we're looking at and comparing ourselves to are only showing the per- perfect side of, of their lives, right? The most perfect version of themselves. So you're literally comparing yourself to someone, you know, at their very best, only showcasing themselves at their very best, you know? And even if you're conscious of it, I think it's it's really incredibly difficult to not feel that way sometimes, right? I, I know I feel it sometimes where I might see somebody doing something, you know, that I wish I was doing and I immediately feel like this moment of jealousy come over me, you know? And, and it kind of lowers my mood and, and makes me feel like I'm not doing enough, you know? And, and that's even with me being really careful about who I follow and, and carefully curating my feed and things like that. So it's definitely a bit of a dangerous game. And if you're spending the amount of hours that a lot of people are per day on these apps on social media, man, it's very easy for your mind to just continue to get poisoned, whether you're realizing or not it's something you you definitely have to be mindful of. And I think if, if you're finding that you're seeing this consistently, um, you know, maybe really look at the pages that you're following and, and really kind of scale back on what you're following and try and really follow things that, that might inspire you or put you in a good mood as opposed to, you know, celebrities or stuff like that. And let's see, uh, actually, this one is a perfect example. We were just talking about kind of building off of that. At Elizabeth underscore ZR says, yes, I usually just see dog videos, hardly post anything, LOL. 
And I, I love that. I, I've gotten more intentional about this over the last couple of years about uh, my Instagram. And I actually have a separate Instagram that I don't post anything that specifically um, is just for like having a very curated feed, right? Like I don't look at people in my industry. I don't do any of that stuff. Like it's literally a curated feed of like, you know, some news and then like creative stuff that I find to be interesting or like vintage clothing or homes or things like that, like stuff that I, I find to be really interesting that put me in a good mood that, that inspire me and that, you know, um, kind of energize me to, to do my work. And those are the types of pages that I try to follow on there. And, and my own, you know, DJ dramas page that has, you know, a bunch of people that I'm following and things like that. I try not to pay attention to that one too much. Cause I feel like that, uh, allows that one kind of gets me sucked down the rabbit hole of, of comparison games and things like that. And let's see, uh, last one right here at Marcel 031588 says, I honestly want to delete all of it, but it's like that feeling of being connected that keeps me on. Yeah, I think it's an interesting, interesting kind of like, I don't know, it's it's perplexing, right? It's a weird decision to kind of make, like, you don't want to feel disconnected from all that's happening. But at the same time, you recognize that it's probably not a very positive tool for yourself, especially again, where a lot of people um, you know, overuse it too many hours and things like that. I think for me, you know, what I've recently tried to do is begin to set certain boundaries and I'm not perfect at it yet, but even something as small as like, I no longer bring my phone into the bathroom with me. So like I leave it out on one of the tables in the hallway and I go into the bathroom and I don't bring it, you know, with me. And that's been, you know, like a nice little change where I'm not like spending <laughs> excess time sitting there, uh, you know, scrolling mindlessly through TikTok or Instagram, you know, whatever it is, uh, I, I'm sitting there with myself and just my thoughts and, and seeing whatever kind of comes to me um, in that moment, just being present, you know, to what I'm doing, doing my business. Uh, but I, I think that one other thing I want to do, and I haven't gotten it yet, because I'm kind of looking into a couple different things is I, I want to basically like, you know, when business hours are over, let's say six o'clock for me, I want to leave my phone, you know, basically by the front door of the house and only have like a house phone that basically only like my parents and my immediate family, like my girl have that number. And that's the only phone that I, I like pay attention to, you know, in the evening time as I'm winding down from my, my work day. I haven't gotten to that yet. I'm looking for, I'm looking for a service, like I'm looking for one of these services like Magic Jack that you just connect to like the internet. Uh, I just can find the best one. I've heard mixed reviews on certain ones, but also it, it's just, it does get tough because work stuff comes in, you're interested, you're excited about it. You know, you want to, check things, emails are coming in at certain times, whatever the case may be, uh, or you posted something, you want to see how it's doing. It does begin to get tough. And the next thing you know, you're sucked down the wormhole of like looking at random pages on Instagram or TikTok. But it's all it's all with intention. I think that it's something we have to all be very mindful of. And I say this all the time, but that stuff seeps into your brain, whether you realize it or not, because we're spending hours and hours just looking at this feed of like perfectly curated things that are literally meant to just keep us scrolling endlessly. So, you know, it's it's setting boundaries, just like anything else, though, you know, like alcohol could be that way, right? Where like, I know for a while, I would have like a rule, you know, where I would only, you know, have drinks on the weekends, you know what I mean? And, and I never kept, you know, beer or anything in my house. And it's a little different now that we're living through a pandemic. But, you know, oh, just setting those boundaries, knowing your weaknesses or knowing you know, the type of person that you do or don't want to be, and then trying to set rules to to kind of achieve that 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 goal that you have for yourself, you know, so it's tough. But maybe for those of you feeling that way about social media, you know, again, curating your, your feed to be things that inspire you rather than bring you down. And then also 
trying to set ground rules and make yourself stick to it and be accountable with, you know, the person that you live with, maybe, or your partner, whatever the case may be, um, to not be messing around after a certain time or, or whatever the case is, you know, setting those boundaries, whatever they might be for you, I think is always a, a healthy kind of tip. And with that said, thank y'all so much for participating in another episode at Dita Dramos on Instagram. If you want to be a part of these conversations, do it for each and every show. And man, let's uh, let's tie up everything we we learned today in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Before that, though, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Time for conclusions. Mm. All right, so we, we went through a few different stories. We touched on the social media stuff um, so we can kind of, I feel like, kind of gloss over that it's really all about boundaries which i think boundaries was a huge lesson from this show overall with my, my conversation with josie you know even talking about when it comes to politics and how we're seeing the other side and how we're having interactions with one another and like this you know division that's happening in this country right now you know i think it's just important that we're all you know remembering that even if we disagree even if people are, are doing things that are harmful or hurt us like it still is another human being on the other side and even when it comes to politics i know that this is a bit you know touchy because 
some people's beliefs literally put our very existence at risk or, you know, their own beliefs want, you know, to cause harm to us. But I think generally speaking, it's a good rule of thumb to just remember that these are human beings on the other side of, it, of, of these conversations. And they've had something that is informing the way that they think. They have some sort of trauma attached to why they think the way they do. And I'm not saying we should be making excuses for their behavior or anything like that. But I think it, if you keep those things in mind and you're able to kind of humanize them and uh, and picture that inner child that's probably wounded that they have, it makes it a bit easier to to, you know, man, I guess exist during these times. And then also, if you feel so inclined to have some of those hard conversations with people who might see things a little bit different than you. But I love what Josie said, like it is always a choice. You don't have to have these conversations with people. You can choose to kind of just let them be, you know, you can set that boundary, but if not, you know, just keeping in mind that idea of empathy when you're having these tough conversations and going into them, not trying to prove yourself right, but trying to hear what they have to say in a genuine way. And then, you know, allowing yourself to be heard in a genuine way. That's all you really can hope for. You know, you're not, you sh your goal should never be to try to change somebody's mind as hard as that is. The goal really is just to have your opinion heard and to be able to receive somebody else's opinion in a, in a genuine way, I feel like. And of course, you know, we touched on representation. I think that's something I talk about a lot, but for, for good reason, you know, it really does inform the way that we think, you know, I love how she brought in the science and you talk about the neuroscience behind it. I just think that a lot of people would try to say like, why are we always talking about color? I don't see color. But it's important to recognize color, right? To recognize and celebrate it. We can't sit here and just ignore it, right? And it, and it definitely is easier to do that than, than have to have these hard conversations. But the reality is when you choose to ignore it and, and choose to not take the opportunity to celebrate our differences, you're not giving space for people to truly uh, be able to live as their authentic self and enjoy life as their as their authentic self in all of their being. And then overall, with that stuff that we were talking about with her, whether it was the the way you learn to love as a kid and how it affects your relationships now, as well as your inner child kind of screaming out for for help. You know, this is why things like therapy are so incredibly important, because it forces us to really have to go in and dig deep, you know, and realize that so much of the way we act, whether it's good or bad, is is based upon a lot of things early on in life, many early things that we learned when we were babies. And the beauty in that, at least for me, when I recognized that was, I don't have to be this way forever. Like I learned this pattern from somewhere and I can also begin to unlearn it as long as I you know, make myself aware of the pattern and then put in the work to unlearn it. Of course, you're, you're never gonna completely unlearn these things, but at least you can begin to find the awareness in it that allows them to not be things that control your life anymore. And that's what you're really striving for. So yeah. I can go on talking about that stuff all day long. I, I love these types of conversations. Uh, but man, big shout out once again to Josie Rosario uh, for hopping on. I really enjoyed that. I'd love to have some more time to talk to her at some point in the future. And man, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. I appreciate you. Have a great weekend. I'll be back on Tuesday with a brand new episode. Also, I'm doing a speaking engagement at the end of this month for uh, an incredible company that reached out to me. So if you have a company who... Um, brings in guest speakers to talk about things. You have like a diversity group, whatever it is. Uh, and you, you'd be interested in having me come speak to your company. I would love to do so. We're doing a lot of speaking engagements this year. It's one of my goals. So just uh, go to dramos.com and you'll see all the info to contact my manager so they can hopefully set something like that up because I would definitely love to come speak and, and be able to talk to y'all on a, on a more personal basis. 
and also maybe put some people on to to things and educate man some of these companies on on how incredible it is to be diverse and empower the people of color at their companies. So again, thank you all for the support. I'll talk to y'all on Tuesday with a brand new episode. Have a great weekend. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta está reducida la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.